this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast and radio show to encourage, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm the director of Strong Women Co., a company designed to help women be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. We have one-on-one programs, online workshops, uh, one I'll talk about in just a minute coming up, and more. Uh, And, ooh, a couple extra fun things for Christmas. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. And join our free online tribe. I'll put all those links in the show notes. And uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast to get all of our upcoming shows. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad to have you here today. Whoa, whoa, we have made it to November, almost December. What a year. I am Kelly, as I said. I'm a uh, Newfoundlander and a Canadian coming to you from a city just south of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And uh, wow, you know, I'm just so pleased to kind of still be on the green side of the grass. Uh, it's been it's been a lot. I've been doing a lot of reflecting and absorbing uh, in the last few days, of course, after the big move and everything. But I know, you know, uh, you've been doing your own version of that. This is something that's the kind of the uh, the reality of uh, 2020. And uh, oh, I just got a couple of announcements to uh, make. One was yes. Last year, we did this uh, reflections workshop online, just reflecting over the year. Um, and uh, I, I'm going to do that one again uh, this year, uh, just kind of uh, tweaked for 2020. I think it's extremely helpful to have a point of rest and reflection of uh, the year at any, any year in December. It's kind of what a lot of rituals around solstice would be about. Um, and we've got a lot of lessons to learn from this year. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that, and I'll uh, make an announcement when that is on the website to sign up for. Uh, and then, of course, as you know, it tis the season of gift giving. So i uh, got a couple of things to mention to you. We have um, of our goddess bracelets. Uh, we have uh, 20% off our goddess bracelets on the website now. Prices are in U.S. dollars. And these are our signature product. This is something, so I wanted something first just to give to my clients, and then I kind of just realized, like, you know, uh, I need to give much more to just my clients, I need other women to have this embodiment of empowerment. And so when I was looking for this uh, kind of item for Strong Women Co. to have, I searched and searched the, uh, the internet and any, anywhere I could figure out catalogs, everything, to find some kind of uh, piece uh, that is, is, would be empowering to, to women and, and meaningful. It was very important that there be some kind of uh, meaningful piece. So um, I found these goddess uh, beads. They're handmade in the Czech Republic. And I'm just realizing, I don't think I've ever told a full story about these bracelets on the pod because uh, it it's a real labor of love. 
But beyond that, it's a kind of just a cool, genuine uh, kind of uh, the story of these different Venuses and, and goddesses that are being unearthed all over the world. Yes, we've, we've, I've mentioned that for sure. Uh, but uh, this particular was a uh, it's very much like the Venus of Willendorf. And shout out to Sister Trista Hendren of the Girl God. I, I understand she's putting out a whole anthology of uh, Venus of Willendorf. And when she does, we'll have her on the pod to talk about that. Because when we do see these uh, goddesses and Venuses that are that were celebrated, and it was women's bodies and women's full bodies, and when we see them um, at first, it can be decentering. It can be kind of even almost almost weird. It's like why why is she being celebrated? Because the patriarchy has taught us so much that we should not be celebrating full voluptuous women. <laughs> and so uh, when this opportunity, when I found, finally found these uh, uh, goddess beads, and uh, they're made in the, the old ancient ways of bead making uh, in, the, in the Czech Republic, really close to where this uh, Venus was found, this one particular one. And uh, when it was found in 1979, and I will say this is the oldest ceramic in the world. She's like 20,000 years old. And uh, so when she was found, um, the this people of the town where it was found, and, and the Czech Republic in general, these people were very proud because it demonstrated how advanced they were <laughs> so long, for so long. Uh, so anyway, so she became kind of like this real kind of like uh, image of pride, the symbol of pride. So uh, there was the bead making, um, be uh, bead makers, uh, this was three generations ago with this uh, started uh, of these bead makers and uh, anyway so they uh, one master mold maker made a mold for these uh, beads this is still the same beads that are being made today um, and I never know when my last shipment from the Czech Republic is going to be because that bead maker shop is um, it's older uh, folks who are running it now and their kids don't seem too interested in it so every every bead I get is extra treasured but um it was, it was just when I seen these, this opportunity of the full, full breasts, full bum, full bellies, uh, I, I, I was, I was very moved and I know a lot of women are moved and, uh, that's why I chose those Czech goddess beads, uh, in the bracelets because there was a pre, pre-patriarchy and things were different then and women were respected and honored in their communities. Women were leaders and healers and teachers and we were not demeaned or diminished for our gender. We were the life givers and the nurturers. And we still are. And things can be like that again. And it's in that spirit that these pieces uh, were designed and lovingly made. And, uh, you know, I, I'm encouraging you to uh, say, yes, let's reclaim our bodies and ourselves and our voices and this space we take up. And let's remember the time before when we were celebrated and believed and safe. And let's remember that time so we can help create it again. And so that's what those, uh, those beads represent um, is, uh, you know, it's not the skinny virgins that are were made into Venuses and goddesses that lasted tens of thousands of years. Uh, it was the life givers. It was the babushkas, the grandmothers, uh, the, the divine feminine that, that keeps life going. And each of the bracelets gets three beads, and there's uh, semi-precious gems, uh, beads that go along with it, uh, lots of love. And I can send it to uh, anyone, including if you want to give it to yourself. Uh, I often do for my husband. I'll just send him links of things I want for Christmas so that I get things that I want for Christmas and we don't waste money. Uh, 
or um, and if you wanted me to send it to someone who's not by not with you right now, I could totally save you all the hassle and just send it right to them. So that's just in the uh, the website. I'll I'll uh, put the link in the show notes. Um, and last thing before I get to the topic of the show, uh, super excited uh, to talk about uh, the new. We got new hoodies up. And so again, the searching of the searching for a sustainable and ethically uh, ethical source of, of clothes. And I found uh, this great supplier out of Germany. Um, I got samples and we all love them. Vi loves her hoodie so much. And so they're good quality hoodies. Uh, there's one for kids and one for adults and has the logo in the front and on the back says, make the world better. Because I wanted some kind of, you know, um, some kind of promise, some kind of pledge, some kind of positivity, you know, that we're here to actually improve things. And it's a good reminder and, and a kind of a, a, a pledge to the world. Uh, and then I also have a, a third hoodie. Uh, it's kind of unisex, kind of geared towards uh, men, but um, uh, anyone, of course, could wear it. And it's the logo on front and on the back. It says men of, equal- men of quality are not threatened by women for equality. So anyway, uh, l- links in the show notes. Uh, you can get $10 off those hoodies. You put in the uh, coupon code Artemis Lives, uh, but that's all on the website and everything. You can get that. So whew, that was a, that's a lot. I've been, I've been working away. Work, work, work. <laughs> but having a lot of fun. And uh, it's been actually fina- fantastic and exhausting and frustrating and invigorating to relaunch uh, so much of Strong Woman Co. from the Netherlands as uh as we figure it out and uh, move along but uh thanks so much for uh listening there uh i just want to say i really appreciate you i appreciate all the listeners i appreciate everyone who shares this um and and gets the voice out there gets the truth out there uh you know i i'm here to help empower and encourage and support women um our sisters brothers and others and anyone who who can avail of the message that we have at Strong Women Co. that you are doing fantastic. You are awesome. Uh, You uh, are changing the world. And every time you step into your power and your confidence, that means you're becoming a better leader. And the more women leaders we have in this world, all that it shows, uh, the better this world gets. So whoop whoop to us and stepping into leadership in 2020. So uh, let's take a breath here all together. Uh, close your eyes if you can. Just a couple of easy natural breaths here now. <sighs> Relax your shoulders. Relax your temples. Relax your nose. Relax your lips. Relax your hips. Wiggle your toes and then relax them. Wiggle your fingers, relax them. Nice deep breath in through the nose, fill up your lungs as much as you comfortably can. Come on. Let it out with a sigh. <sighs> All right, to the topic of the show. Focus on what you can control. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, so where did the topic of this show come from? Focus on what you can control. Well, 
uh, I've been noticing a lot of mental health serious concerns coming up. Um, I, you know, I'm not new to saying this, but I've seen it so much personally. Um, I think it's just a reality, you know. Uh, I mentioned it last time of people who had previous diagnosed uh, illnesses and disorders and uh, concerns. Um, they're very aggravated and there's folks who uh, didn't have uh, diagnosed or realized um, or previous <laughs> uh, mental health issues uh, that seem to man be manifesting now. Um, it just seems that uh, we're, we're being very worn down. And that's not surprising with the reality um, of all the stresses and uncertainty and um, fear and confusion and exhaustion and everything that's going on. Uh, so yeah, illnesses and, and disorders are just being aggravated. And then everyone is burnt out. Like everyone. Everyone. There's, I just read articles about how kids in schools are burnt out, how teachers are burnt out, how, how nurses are burnt out, how parents are burnt out how people working from home are burnt out. It's just, it's, we're just really exhausted and our systems, our poor, poor bodies have been on high alert for so very long. Um, it's very, very hard, uh, to, to not be freaked out or not to, uh, jump. It's, it's, uh, we're not, um, we're not living in a time that, uh, allows for a certainty or a lot of control necessarily, um, in, in the ways of that we would traditionally think of it. So I think it's super helpful to, you know, evaluate what we are actually in control of. And I think when we do do that, it's, it's actually empowering. Um, I certainly find it empowering. And, uh, when I first came here to, uh, the Netherlands, um, I was freaked out, um, because of the very high COVID numbers as, uh, in comparison to, uh, Newfoundland, my island, which hadn't had a case, you know, yeah, from, April, mid-April to, um, uh, very recently that there was, there was cases, but they were stopped, uh, you know, one or two people kind of thing. Um, and everyone was taken very seriously and I come here and, uh, it was treated very differently. Um, masks are everywhere now, but you know, we're still having 4,000 cases a day or so, which is actually a number that is making me happy because it was up around 10,000, but for a country for about, of about 17 million, you know, it's still um, double what Canada in general uh, in that big country is having for cases. So I was, I was freaked out and I felt very disempowered and I felt very closed in my house and, and just afraid and, and mad and angry and, and so many things. I really thought my depression and my anxiety were going to swallow me whole, uh, some days. And, you know, what's the point of anything? Yeah. It was, it was very frustrating and very, very a dark place to be. Um, but my depression and anxiety didn't, uh, end up swallowing me whole. Um, and, uh, it comes to a point when you just, you know, you have to still live your life. Um, and little by little, I got more and more comfortable, uh, with going out and going to shops and, um, you know, doing things smart times and just, just doing it. So I felt comfortable and in control. So I decided what time I went to the grocery store. I decided if I left, if there was too many people without masks, I decided, you know, um, which grocery store to go to. There, there was different things that I could control. And then I finally kind of slowly built up uh, a life that was livable to me. And, uh, and, and then when I started to realize how much I was in control, and then the government stepped up and closed things down and got the numbers to go back down. But uh, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is uh, it was actually very empowering. 
to realize like, you know, like, uh, number one, like, like masks do work. Uh, all, so much data on that now, like, uh, including, uh, masks, uh, ordinance in, um, like a one County and then a twin County where there's no masks and the numbers are, are half, uh, what they are in the no like the numbers with the, sorry, excuse me, the County with masks, uh, mandatory are have half the numbers as the non-mandatory. So we know, we know this works. There's, there's smart things you can do to stay away from people and we don't need to live in constant fear of one another. And when we, when you realize what you actually are in control of, it's very empowering. And I wanted to help you with that. I wanted to give you some tools and some, some supports, uh, because this COVID stuff is hard. Oh my goodness. It's so hard. The stresses that come with it are so hard and stupid and exhausting. And it's emotionally and intellectually and physically draining. I'm just always so exhausted. My body feels like, and I just always joke. Uh, I don't know if this is just pure exhaustion, burnout, or if I got the vid. That's what I said to Justin. And oh my goodness, let's send a prayer to my sister-in-law, uh, Jaylene, who I just found out today has COVID. She's in North Carolina. Uh, she got it from her husband and they got it at church in North Carolina. So please be smart, uh, folks, and send a little prayer to Jaylene for a speedy recovery. She's very, very tired uh, right now from what I'm hearing. Um, and it's it's very draining one way or another. And then the worrying if you have COVID is very draining. Uh, and, and it's, it's just, it's hard, uh, to not see your loved ones and it's hard to not travel and it's hard to not go out to eat. And it sucks that you can't go to a movie or the opera or, you know, uh, play or I don't know, monster truck rallies, uh, wherever your thing is. I'm pissed that uh, there's no markets, there's no Christmas markets on the go here in the Netherlands. And like, that's like 20% of the reason we came here was <laughs> the Christmas markets. I joke a little bit, but uh, no, we really were really looking forward to, um, to those markets. So, you know, it's all hard. And, um, and I mentioned um, my home, uh, my island of Newfoundland in Canada, the most easterly point of, of Canada uh, island out bobbing around in the middle of the North Atlantic. But, uh, there, even though people, uh, are very, have very, very low risk, um, of getting it, um, it's really freaking people out. And of course that's combined with, uh, extremely troubling economic downturn in part that's, uh, because of the reduced need for oil and gas that's compounded by the reality that most economies in the world are struggling. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, there's just a lot to be afraid of is what the world is telling you. So what I'm going to say is sure. So that means you have to be smarter and you are in control of a whole hell of a lot. Uh, so I wanted to offer you some helpful tools and reminders. Uh, I want to say that this is a marathon. It is not a sprint. We need to see to ourselves and we need to make smart choices for ourselves. We need to use our energy in smart, efficient, helpful ways. We need to conserve our energy and focus on what we uh, are in control of. Remember that whole thing of you control your behavior and, and not other people, you know, that's uh, a, it's a big, that's a big truth there. Um, so your control of your behavior, your thoughts, um, how you, how you present yourself to the world. And, uh, but the reality is that most of us are facing radical uncertainty. 
like uncertainties in ways that we would have never ever fathomed um, or faced before. But the good news is you have the power to focus or refocus in case you know you, you skew a little bit on what your attention goes to. And you can stay away from runaway fantasies. You can stay away from the fears. I know dealing with my clients, dealing with myself, dealing with friends, family, sometimes we can think of a fear and just be like, okay, well, what happened? Well, what would I do if I did this? And but then what would I happen to do this? We've dreamed up these elaborate webs of hypotheticals because we've that's the world we've had to live in is to constantly be doing this this head calculus of trying to figure out and problem solve uh, in a quick way uh, because that's what 2020 has taught us is that you know we're going to have to figure out if it's you know figuring out things from childcare because schools are closed or figuring out how to do your job differently figuring out how to get a new job figuring out like we've just been the whole year we've been just constantly figuring it out and so when we're depleted and we're exhausted and we're having mental health stresses and then we have to deal with um, uh, all that figuring out we, we can our brain is just an overdrive and it's constantly looking for all the problems so it's also going to look at problems that aren't really problems so much they're kind of like things that might happen and then we can go down those rabbit holes I've certainly done that uh, and um, but I'm going to offer you some suggestions here at how to get yourself out of those rabbit holes because going down the hypotheticals is not necessarily helpful uh, if you focus on what your actual problems are at your feet, I promise you, you feel more grounded and more efficient and more productive uh, because we're, we're spending a lot of time on those uh, hypotheticals, I think, because everyone's anxiety is just to the max. And that's just, you know, we're in overdrive. We don't even know how to slow down. Uh, so how do you stop yourself from and stay away from the runaway uh, fantasies of negativity and hypotheticals? So first... You're feeling a hypothetical uh, downward, you, and you know what it feels like. It feels not good. You feel worried. You feel down. You feel like, you know, there's, there's no way to win. You feel uh, stressed in your body. Notice what gets your attention, and notice how it feels. Notice the topic. What is it exactly? And then you can refocus on good things, real things, productive things, pleasure things. If you notice yourself ruminating on something, a fear of your loved one getting sick or um, fear of financial perils, uh, fear of failure, uh, etc., you acknowledge the thought, the feeling, the cycle. You stop it. You say, hello, I see you there. You stop it. That's you being very powerful. And then you replace it with something else. And they may feel a little bit awkward at first, but I promise it actually really, truly works. I've done it with myself, done it with clients. And if it's a particularly stubborn thought or fear cycle, um, ask yourself if there's anything you can do about that right now. It's like, is there anything I can possibly do to help the situation of I'm worried about mortgage next month? Is there anything that I can do in this moment that to help me, uh, you know, to, to, can I do anything to stop the, my fear that my child's just going to generally get sick in this moment? No. You know, just can you do anything about the fear cycle, the thought cycle that's pulling you down in that moment? Ask yourself if there's, if this is a helpful or efficient use of your time and energy. Remember, you only have so much time and you only have so much energy. 
things that should be getting your precious time and energy are things that feed you, nourish you, help you and your loved ones. We are not in a position where we can just give away our time and energy to things that don't help us, that don't help us feel full or whole, that don't help us reach our goals, move forward, survive. Is this helping me survive? Is this thought pattern helping me survive? No? <laughs> okay, I'm going th- to focus my attention on something else. You can ask if the thought pattern is uh, helping you to create the vibe or the life that you want to live. And if it's not, you can let yourself move on. You can, if it's really sticky, I highly recommend go for a walk, put on some music, switch it up. Uh, It's just like a baby. Uh, It's amazing what new stimulus can do. Uh, One of the most helpful things as a new mom was in the back of, uh, I think it was Ina Mae Gaskin's book, and it was like, what to do with a baby and won't stop crying. And it had a list of all these things you could try, and it's like, you know, besides like the change of the diaper and the feeding and the burping, and then the the cooing and the rocking and the bath and go outside, and uh, it was so helpful to have those things. And I have to say, I never ever made it through the whole list without Violet stopping crying. It's amazing what new stimulus can do. It's like, I'm unhappy in this room. Oh, outside. (laughs) You know, our brains are uh, kind of predictable uh, machines. So let's, uh, let's look at what you are in control of. You are in control of what time you wake up or get up. And if you're like, oh, I got kids. Oh, I got that. Sure. But you you decide if you set your alarm, you decide, um, uh, what's the way you wake up. You have control over some part of that. You control what you eat. You control what you listen to music, podcasts, negative people. <laughs> Don't listen to them. You control what you wear. You control what you pay attention to. You control how you interact with others. Uh, it's including in person and in email. People at the store, people you're working with, friends, family. You control how you wear your hair. You control how you spend your downtime. What do you do when you don't have to be doing anything else? If you're like, oh, Kelly, I don't even know what that looks like. Well, I'm telling you, you are choosing to spend your downtime doing other things. You are in control of letting yourself have downtime. You are in control of your breath. You are in control of your self-talk. You are in control of your gratitude. You are in control of your body language. And you are in control of your sleep. To a point, you absolutely are. You know, are you choosing to mindlessly scroll uh, on, on Twitter or Facebook when you could be getting an extra half an hour sleep that would improve your day the next day? That's something you're in control of. And you're in control if uh, you wear a mask or not and if you do risky behavior or not. Um, masks really seem to work. Uh, and you can control uh, if you do uh, family events outside. You can control um, where you go, what time you go. You, there's so many things you can control. So focus on those. Allow yourself to feel safe. Allow yourself to feel like you're making the best possible decision you can because you are. And then focus on that. Focus on what you can control and build from that. That is one of the best things you can do to help yourself 
to be confident, to show yourself that you're showing up for yourself. And, you know, I'm going to build on the foundation that I have. I'm building a foundation of a life, short, shaky, and sure, there's a lot of uncertainty, but I am a freaking powerful woman and I'm smart and I'm capable and I can do this. I can do hard things. You sister, brothers and others, whoever's listening to this, you beautiful soul, you are so much more powerful than you realize. You are in control of so very much. And for the featured song of the show today, I have um, something that goes with something that you can control and focus on what you can control. Uh, But it's also kind of just something that we're dealing with with a little bit of funniness. It's Gloria Stefan uh, did a cover of her own song, um, and it's she says uh, in it, "Wear your mask." And she's done it's a whole cute little video, uh, and she did this in like April, so she was very, very on it. She had one of the big time doctors was a friend of hers in the states and asked her to do it, and she did. Um, anyway, so I, I liked it because it reminded us of the things um, that we can control. And also just kind of how silly and hard all of this is. Uh, but that, uh, you know, with through smart choices, uh, we're, we're going to protect ourselves and uh, as best we can. And I always think of it like uh, when we were learning about uh, sexual education in school. Uh, when, when I first learned of it, they called sex with a condom safe sex. And, um, uh, but then through the years, you realize, oh, condoms, breaks, they don't always work. Condoms don't cover everything. So then they had to change it to safer sex. So sure, nothing is 100% uh, safe uh, because that's just not the way the world works. But there are lots of things we can do to make it safer for ourselves. Uh, And we can do that through thinking about the COVID stuff or, you know, how we walk in traffic or, you know, uh, do we expose ourselves to uh, vexatious negative energy. You, we, there's lots of ways we can protect ourselves and make ourselves feel and be safer. And uh, with that, I just want you to focus on all the good things in your life. Focus on what you are in control of. Focus on how you spend your day and how you spend your time. And focus on positive self-talk. Focus on gratitude. Focus on being grateful for what you have right now in this moment. If it's a roof over your head and a full belly, that's a hell of a lot to be grateful for. Focus on what you can control and build from there. Check out the show notes for possible empowerment, eco-friendly gifts for people on your list. It helps us stay afloat and helps us continue to be here and do the tribe and Facebook and this podcast and all of that. So with all of that, I'll let Gloria Estefan take it with her rendition uh, and of Wear a Mask. Mad Mega Love. They say stay home, please don't go outside, there's no use dying. Each time someone comes within six feet, we feel like crying.
Put on 